told me about the rub. They are very, very close friends. He's told me about the brilliance of the rub, the sincerity, the idealism. He speaks about the rub in glowing terms. Chaim Stern holds of somebody. He's a very loving yid, but very perceptive. And he's told me a lot about the rub. I care for chaos. I like that their places, our shuls, our yeshivas, chaos. That there's life and passion. I don't have a very, I'm not into a streaky Yiddishkeit. How many, how long we can streak, how many, I haven't missed a prayer and I'm not, I don't like a streak Yiddishkeit. I'm very allergic to that. I like chaos, a relationship too. The thing matters to me. I'm excited by this. It matters. I don't want my children to have streaks with prayer. I don't want them, the word consistency is like a very dangerous word in education. I don't want to talk about much about education tonight, but I want to say that chaos, that something is precious and valuable and means something to me. It's important to me. It's something I value, and that's, that's in Yiddishkeit, that I've related the word relationship and connection. Revolba called the world of Torah, Olam Hayedidus, a world of friendship and relationship. Hillel summed up all of Yiddishkeit as He summed up Yiddishkeit relationship, a connection to something means something to me. A streaky person in any area of Judaism, a streak person, if they miss a day, if they have a hard time, they're on a streak, what's oh, I can't miss my streak. If you have a relationship to something, you can miss a day, you can miss a week. That might happen. I'm not promoting missing. We are human. I'm promoting relationship. It matters to me. This is important. I'm connected to this. A relationship too, that it matters to me. I want to say about the Rav that he's creating a beautiful Ruach in Manhattan and he's somebody, everything I hear from Chaim Stern, that that this is what you're talking, chaos, that there's a passion, an idealism, a care about something. I want to share this vart just to thank the Rav for being this. I want to share a vart with everybody here that I, no plans of saying, and then we'll get to what I want to talk about. But I want to share a vart from Reb Nachman of Breslov that talks a lot to me. I think it's the vart, if, I, if you had to almost give words to a revolution that's going on by today's youth, Today's youth are telling us something. They're calling out to something that's relevant to every one of us and every person. There were earlier diarists, precious diarists, and not earlier diarists were bigger than us. You read this, diarists not putting down any precious people. And for all different reasons, it was about accomplishment. Do, just do it. You feel, you don't feel, knock it off, just do it. Come on, you could do it. Come on, that was the basic attitude. Beautiful. And they built empires. They built our families with a just-do-it attitude. Incredible people. Incredible. People that we stand in awe at their greatness and at their accomplishments. And we're actually here because of what they did to just do it. And putting aside our own pains and worries, they built magnificent structures, our families, our shuls, our yeshivas. Comes a generation today and tell a kid, come on, just do it. Why isn't the kid keeping Shabbos? Just come on. We've been from, we've given up our lives for this. What's going, doesn't work, try. Say it harder, say it with love, say it with a scream, it doesn't work. 
There's a generation that's insisting on feeling, on getting in touch with. There's a tremendous tikkun. Our generation wants to bring all different parts of ourselves to the service of Hashem. There's a revolution going on. A generation that wants to connect in a profound way and fix up something very, very deep, deep places in us, and bring that to the service of Hashem as well. So I want to share a vert that I say on a place where there's chiyos, where there's energy and, and there's life led by the Rav. Rav Gettinger, I want to share this vert from Rav Nachman, and then we'll start, but I want to learn with you today. The vert of Rav Nachman, Yosef HaTzadik, Yosef HaTzadik is tested with the great, great Nisayan. Actually, later on, if we have time, we're going to talk about, we left Mitzrayim with Atzimus Yosef. We were carrying as Klal Yisrael the bones of Yosef. Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim was done with the bones of Yosef. And we left. We're not into history in the Torah. The Torah is not what was. What was is my dahava hava. The Torah is what is. We live with Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Tefillin, Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Mezuzah, every time you walk into a living room, Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Kiddush, Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Shabbos, Yamtiv. We live with Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. And exiting Mitzrayim, we were carrying the bones of Yosef. There's a lot to discuss. It's very relevant and very today. It's not about what was, it's what is. And we'll talk, we'll lean out there about leaving Mitzrayim. We'll talk about it in a few minutes. But we were carrying the bones of Yosef HaTzadik. And Yosef HaTzadik, and, and to get out of Mitzrayim, to get out of dangerous places, you need the bones, the Atzmiyos of Yosef. That's present today. We all have a Mitzrayim. We all, every one of us has Mitzrayim. And every one of us has a sogya, has a story of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. And it's a constant story in our life, Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. And all of us have to hold the bones of Yosef. We leave holding the bones of Yosef HaTzadik. So it's Kedai to study Yosef HaTzadik in these parashiyas and always. And Yosef HaTzadik is faced with a great Messiah, a great challenge. And Yosef HaTzadik, he runs outside, and he withstands a tremendous challenge. But the Torah tells us that he runs out without begadim, without clothing. Now the Ramban asks, even today you're allowed to say, a boy is typically stronger than a girl. And the Ramban asks, why didn't he grab his clothing? Grab his clothing and run outside. And why did Tyra record the visual, Yosef HaTzadik is outside, believe Begadim. This great Tzadik, why is that recorded? He ran away and didn't sin. Why is it recorded that he's believe Begadim without clothing? Why is that recorded in our Tyra? That's what the Ramban asks. Reb Nachman said brilliantly, he said when challenges are raging, you have to drop Begadim. Begadim are the external appearances are the superficial things. When challenges are raging, the only survival is the thing itself. Who am I? What am I about? You can't pass massive challenges because you want to make mom proud. You can't pass massive challenges because dad looks frustrated by me. You can't pass massive challenges. I don't get you, kid. Your mom is so sad. She's saying, tell him about where you are. Why doesn't that change the youngster? I don't get you, dad is so deeply disappointed. Your Rebbe, your Mori, your English teacher, everybody's disappointed. 
when they're raging challenges, those are all begotten. Those are superficial things. The only way to survive is believe begotten. Who am I? What am I about? What do I want? What am I interested? Who is me? The only way to survive is with Atzmas Yosef. Yosef Atzadik runs out, believe begotten. He was alone, a 17-year-old in a country. Good-looking, everybody wanted him. The only survival is to know who you are. There was nobody to appeal to. The only survival is the sense, I know who I am. And all of us, to get out of Mitzrayim, carry Atzmas Yosef, the bones of Yosef. We carry out of Egypt. That is the path out of all of us, to get out of Egypt. The question of my own self, who am I, what am I about? So I wanted to appreciate a place that with this chiyas of rochnias, with this idealism and sincerity, I thank the Rav for making such a place. I very much appreciate it. I don't know if I'll be invited back. I was late. I didn't want to be late. It happened in Ines. But I thank the Rav for inviting me here. I thank all, everybody for coming out. I was able to meet an incredible family. And a, few, a little bit later, I'll talk about this special, special family that I was able to meet tonight. Really an incredible community. I thank you for hosting me. I want to study something. I, want to, I have a few things on my mind. I like for shiurim. I don't like giving lectures. I don't like doing that. I like think, speaking about topics I'm thinking about. If I would give you some lecture and something that's not on my mind, we wouldn't have the chiyos. The practical chiyos I'm talking about. Nice to see Menachem. For chiyos, it has to be something practical and relevant right now. So I want to talk about a couple of topics that I'm thinking about now. The first topic I want to talk about, a guy from Florida called me up, a wonderful person. And he said, Kalish, he said it much nicer. I'm saying it tough, he didn't say it tough. But he said, Kalish, he said, how do you know your version of Hashem is true? You present us a loving version of Hashem. He loves us, cares for us, wants us, is interested. We're a generation who feels very shamed, not worthy, not good enough. And you're presenting Hashem loves us and is into us and wants us. What's the truth? That's not what we were taught necessarily. How do you know you're right? And I want to think in Parshish B'Shalach, we all just read, and I want to think there was one time in our history that we saw Hashem with the most clarity. I want to study that. What, what did we see? Remarkably, we said, and the Torah is Emes, and it says, Zekeli. Zeh is when you point. Whenever in Torah it says Zeh, the word Zeh is very powerful. Zeh means the thing is Neichach, the thing is right here. Hachodesh Hazeh says this month, Chazal bothered by what's Zeh? So it says Hashem showed Surah Salavana, Kazeh Re'eh Hashem showed us the moon. Zeh in the Torah always means you're pointing to the thing. Zeh. So what is it? We said Zechali means the entire Jewish people saw God, saw Hashem. People who know what it means to see. Seeing doesn't mean, I don't know, it's probably they saw Hashem. Seeing means to know. They pointed three million people and they said Zechali, God, Zechali. 
That's what three million people said and saw. Zed, they pointed. I don't know and you don't know what they saw. I can't fathom it. Because you and I haven't seen the way they saw. Nobody has. They said, Zekeli, they saw Hashem. What was the response to the greatest clarity in our history? What happened? I want to know. Because in our search to, to, to live with Hashem, to connect to Hashem, I want to know what happened when a generation had the most clarity in our history. What was their response? That would be very instructive to me to find out about Hashem. I, the first place I would look if studying, so what's, what is Hashem? Who is He? Let's find out the generation who saw him the most clear. What happened? Zekeli, they saw and pointed. Zeh means you say it, you know. Not you guess, assume, and probability. No, no, no. Zekeli, they saw, they pointed and saw and knew. This is Hashem. What did they see? What was the response to that experience? Va'anveyu. The word va'anveyu has three pshatim. Chazal tell us what it means. And please just study the Torah, Va'anveyu. This was three million people's response to seeing Hashem. What was the experience like if you met him? In the, we all get opportunity, but this was the most clear meeting in history. Zekeli. What happened? They saw Hashem, so what was the response? So let's study Chazal and learn what it means. Response, the earliest written shot we have is Unglis. He's a Tana. It's the earliest pshat. What Klal Yisrael, what the Jewish nation responds to seeing God. And the earliest response ever, Va'anveyu, Uncle says, as we want to build a base Hamikdash, don't ever leave us. I beg you. I'll build you a house. Stay here. I'll build one right now. Stay here. Anveyu. I'll build a base Hamikdash. Don't ever leave me. That's the response. Very self explanatory Just what happened. That's the earliest shot we have written down. That's not one man's theory. That's Uncle Satana, the earliest shot that the entire nation said, we saw, clear, we felt, we experienced, we knew. You know what we said? Don't ever, I beg you stay here. I beg you stay. I don't want to ever part from this. I want this. I want this. I need this. All of us have had moments in our life, very special moments, and we say, I need this. I want this. I want this. This is it. I found it. I want it. That was the response to meeting Hashem. Anveyu, I'm having a base amigdash. Don't ever leave me. That's the first response that Klal Yisrael have. If you're curious what it's like to meet God, that was the first response that's instructive. Anveyu, don't ever leave me. I want you to stay. I need you. I want you. That was the response to meeting God. Response number one. Response number two is fascinating. Very much fascinates me. Response number two, Anveyu, is a Gemara. And it says, Anivuhu. Chazal say, much later than Unklis, is I'm going to be like you, just like your kind. Mahu racham, afata racham. To be like Hashem, Anivahu, Anveyu. The response, the Gros says all three are the same pshat. That one could study why that's so. I'm not, I'm not convinced. But the, I'm not, not, I'm not convinced every word the Gros says. I'm convinced. I just don't know myself. I'm not convinced. I know pshat. The second pshat is Anivahu. That I'm going to be like Hashem. I'm going to be kind. 
Why does meeting Hashem say I'm going to be kind the rest of my life? Fascinating response. We saw Hashem, these are people like you and us. We saw Hashem, and the takeaway is I'm going to be nice the rest of my life. Mahu Rachum, he has mercy and loves people. I'm going to be a Rachum. I'm going to love people. Mahu Goimel Chesed, Afani Goimel Chesed. I'm going to be kind. The rest, three million We didn't each say it like ask each other. What should we say? We all blurted out, Zekeli Vanveyu. We said it as one. Every Yid's response was the same. I'm going to be nice the rest of my life. What is that? I always try to speak to dorm councils in yeshiva. We have some here, beautiful people, who are, are B'nai Torah, who are dedicated that Bachram come to yeshiva, and a guy can come with a lot of anger and frustration. It's possible. A guy can come very happy, and a guy can come with frustration. They always try to communicate to the dorm councils. When some, I'll tell you a story. I'll tell you a story. A story that happened in yeshiva. I interviewed a student, and he walked out of my house, literally finished the interview, walked out the door, and I get a call from a parent of a present, a mother of a present student. I had interviewed, this is years ago, interview a guy, and a mother of a then present student calls me, said, did such and such a person take an interview? I thought my house was bugged. The guy didn't pull out from the, across the street, and I get a call from a mother of a present kid at that time in the Masifta, did you interview so-and-so? I say, yeah, I interviewed so-and-so. Matter of fact, if you want to speak to me, he's a question. No, no, no. He said, my son is in yeshiva. In his previous yeshiva, he was bullied by that kid. He made him miserable. He bullied my son. He made him feel like garbage. And he left his school. He was so bullied and shattered. He left his school because of that guy. And he's only by you because of that kid. I beg you, don't take him into the school. He's now following my son. He's coming there. I beg you not to take him. That's very serious. You know what it means to get bullied, to be made fun of, to be intimidated, to be put down, to feel like a piece of garbage, and to leave a school that you were there for quite a while because you feel like garbage. This kid bullied my son, and, and now he wants to get into the school with my son. The second a person is accepted and acceptable, I say all of us, if we accept ourselves, if we have acceptance of self, we would look at people and we'd be blown away by people. If we were all butterflies, you know, flying around, we would see people and be like, wow, amazing. We'd be blown away by people one after another. That's natural and normal to see good in people. Natural and normal. The normal course is to see somebody, we're souls. I'm a soul speaking, you're a soul listening, and on each side of you is a soul. We are beautiful people. The natural order is to be amazed by people. Our own insecurities, our own frailty, whoever knocks another person, is only because of his own deficiencies, says the Gemara Kedushin. The natural order is to see beauty in people, is to be amazed in people. This Bachar is a bully because he feels bad, he feels weak about himself. 
The second he's in environment, I want to tell you, we took that boy. He's one of the nicest we've ever had in the yeshiva, in yeshiva of nice people. He's one of the nicest guys we've ever had in the yeshiva, recognized by his peers. He was accepted, he was validated. The response to being accepted, do you think it's a coincidence? Nothing is. Avram is the discoverer of Hashem. Avram is the one who feels Hashem's presence, who feels the love. Avram Ahuvi. He's the one who has this massive love with Hashem. And what's his meter? He sees good in people. Eureka. He's an ayin taiv. He's the first meter we're told about him. Isn't that shocking? The response to being validated, the response that you're good and good enough is to see good in other people. People are wonderful. People look beautiful, are so precious and good. I always tell the dorm counselors, they're beautiful people themselves. Well, you'll see goodness in a guy. And greet a guy, you could watch people melt. All of a sudden, they're like, see, hey, hey, the other guy's good. Hey, the other guy's good. And people start seeing good in each other. The response to profound validation, the nature of being validated, and I'm good, and I'm good enough, and I'm precious, is to be good to others and see good in others and want good for others. That's the natural response. So when we saw Hashem and we locked eyes, us and God, an entire nation said, I want to be good to people the rest of my life. I'm going to be kind to everyone. What happened? Strange reaction to locking eyes with Hashem. I'm going to be nice to everybody the rest of my life. It's not strange at all. What has to be the only conclusion I can draw that an entire nation will say and respond as one at the same time is I'm going to be nice the rest of my life. What a weird response to say. I can think like, stay here and don't leave must have been filled with a warm feeling. I'm going to be nice the rest of my life? The only thing that can produce that is the most profound validation we ever get. I'm good. I'm good. I'm accepted and acceptable. I value the rest of my life committed. I'm going to be nice to other people. I feel something. I feel my own validation. The next one is good too. Acceptable, good enough, excellent. Van Veyu, that's the second response we met Hashem. I want to study the third response. The third response, Van Veyu, is the Gemara says, Hisna Lufana B'mitzvahs. Van Veyu means I'm going to make Hashem nice. How do you make Hashem nice? You can't buy him a suit. You can't put on makeup on God. How do you make Hashem nice? Hisna. And they who is not, I'm going to make him look nice. And the answer is, I'm going to do mitzvahs beautifully. Why is that? Hidder mitzvah, beautifying mitzvahs. Why is hidder mitzvah the response to seeing Hashem? What happens there? Now, mitzvahs, I'm going to loyally serve him. I have no question. To see Hashem, I'm going to listen to him. I'm, going to, I'm, I'm in his team. I'm in. I'm in. Mitzvahs. Hidur mitzvah, doing mitzvahs beautifully, is one aspect of Yiddishkeit. It's a halacha, zekeli vanveyu. It's learned from this pasuk. Is it's not lefana, but it's one aspect. Why is that the response to seeing Hashem? I'm not just going to do a mitzvah, I'm going to do a nice talus, not just weird talus. Not just light candles for Shabbos, I'll have beautiful candles. Why is that the response to seeing Hashem? Now I'm going to loyally serve him. Hitler mitzvah is one prat, one detail in the service of Hashem. And yet, 
seeing Hashem, the response of an entire nation at once, is on value. It's not, I'm going to do mitzvahs beautifully. Why is that the response to seeing Hashem? So perhaps, perhaps we can offer as follows. Klal Yisrael saw Hashem. Every single day a Jew says, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Aleikeinu, Hashem Echad. And the language we say is Hashem Aleikeinu, Hashem's my God. I have a dream in Yeshiva that a Bachar shouldn't say just Hashem Aleikeinu. I want him to say Shema Yisrael and he comes in. Every student comes in saying Shema Yisrael, Hashem Aleikeinu, Hashem Echad. Every student says Shema. That's we all say Shema. But Shema, we say Hashem Alikeinu, he's our God. I have a vision that a Bachar should say, Zekeli, it's my God, personal. Not it's our God, it's my God. My own individual relationship with Hashem. My own connection to Hashem. I was yelling at a student, I was expressing my version of a yell. It's not very loud, it's not such a yeller, but I was big. Well, come to prayers, come pray, we love you, come for a minute, come for a second, come for ten minutes, come to prayers, come on. And he said to me, I pray more than you. He said, Rebbe, I pray more than you. He said, I talk to God all the time. He said, I don't understand communal prayers, I don't understand prepared prayers, but I talk to God all the time. Zekeli. The dream that somebody understands, my God. It's personal. It's not Zeli King, Zekeli, my God. We have our understanding. We know each other. We're close personally. He looks at me, cares about me. I have my own unique relationship with Hashem, Zekeli. And Klal Yisrael, when they saw with clarity, they didn't say Zeli Kenu. They didn't say it's our God, three million people. The time we saw the most clarity and we experienced Hashem, I again, I don't know what we saw. Whatever it was we saw, we said, it's mine, this is personal. And perhaps that moved an entire people, hid their mitzvah, to beautify mitzvahs. The mitzvah itself is what we all do in common, and certainly we're loyalists to Hashem. Hid their mitzvah is my own flair, my own style, my own way. It's a question, it's a brisk rub, there's my, I have rayas, I have you show me that hidder mitzvah is personal. It goes by, when I bring my kids to get a lulav and esrug, I want them each to pick out their style esrug. I tell them, I'll tell you if it's kasher, you tell me if it's beautiful. Because what's beautiful to you is different than you and different than you. Rav Sternbach holds that way, others argue. But hidder is, is personal. It's my own beauties in the eyes of the beholder. My own way, my own flair. And hither mitzvahs, we all recognize that Kaylee, it's my God. I want my own type, my own way, mitzvahs we have, but my own flair, my own love, my own way, my own approach, my own connection, hither mitzvah. The beautifying, the mitzvah, the each person's lave. The hither itself is that what a person puts in. What's not part of the obligation, it's the heart. The feeling, the sense, you go to a room, everybody, a whole bunch of people, not everybody's wearing the same tefillin. It's externally the same story. Internally, it's a unique journey, unique story, unique connection. Zekeli van veyu. The third part of Zekeli is van veyu, my own personal relationship. So I want to share, when we saw Hashem, 
all three responses, if you have a different pshat, I'm open-minded. But simple pshat, as we say, don't ever leave me when we saw Hashem. Simple pshat is we committed to be kind to other people and seeing Hashem. The only understanding I have of that is the most profound validation of our life, seeing Hashem, to the point that a nation said, I'm going to be nice to everybody. And then the third idea of Hidr Mitzvah, Zekeli, my God, not our God. Very, very personal. I didn't see a God, a power. I saw my God, my God. He wants me. He's interested in me. I saw my own personal. He wants my own service is important. My own actions, wild. I saw my God. My God means he's interested in me specifically. And that's what three million people saw. Not Eloi Kainu, but Kaylee, my God. You can't teach this, by the way. You can't teach. It's frustrating. As parents, we can teach our children, say, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Kainu, our God. My God is, is, is the story of our life. We all have our own unique story to get to Zekeli. We have to allow our children to have their story. We have to cheer and encourage and appreciate and celebrate our children. If you try to control it, you're settling. Elokeinu is wonderful, it's true. Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu is true. But Maimed Arsinai is Zekeli. To get to Zekeli, there has to be allowing for our own children to have their own journey and own expression. Zekeli, it's my God. It's mine. Me and Hashem, we have an understanding. This Bachar said to me, I talk to God more than you, Rebbe. Talk all the time to him. I was like, wow, please impact me. I'm trying. He's my Rebbe this far. He's impacting me. He talks to Hashem all the time, and he does. Zekeli, it's my God. I'm trying to teach him that Hashem Elikeinu, he's teaching me Zekeli. And together we'll serve Hashem Banveyu. We'll each do Hidr Mitzvah, our own unique heart that we'll put into Mitzvahs because it's very personal. Hidr Mitzvah, each of our own connection to the Mitzvah, it's our own unique flair for the Mitzvah, it's personal. That's the first ideas that I wanted to share with everybody here. I want, I'm, I don't like just rapid fire, that's not a positive thing. That's, this is the first idea, just describing when Klai Yisrael saw Hashem in Parshish B'Shalach. I need a pause for a song. I was Zeichen Amir Chasen and Kala before the Shir that blew me away. Very, very special people. And the Kala told me she walked down to the song, Anikir Vesalikim Litoiv. So I have there are a couple of Chevri here. I'm going to ask Arya Menachem Bruan, come up. I'm going to ask, we'll sing together. Yosef Casper, Yosef, come, we'll bring Menachem, Yosef. Arya, could you come? Yosef, do you mind? I'm putting you on the spot. It's not fair. Arya, come, let's sing. Should we sing from the spots? He'd rather come up. From the spots? Perfect. From our spots, Mama. From the spots. Let's, Aryeh, to start us. Anybody knows the song, feel free to join in. Kirvas Elohim, Kirvas Elohim, 
I want to speak. We, we mentioned that Klal Yisrael went out with Atzmas Yosef, the bones of Yosef. I want to I want to talk for a few minutes what that means. What that means we went out with Atzmas Yosef. Every single shevet Rashi brings on the spot. Every single shevet went out with the bones of their own shevet. Ruvain carried Ruvain's shevet. Ruvain carried Ruvain's bones. And certainly there's an Indian Kfura Seretz Yisrael, mystical in Yanim Kfura. There's in Yanim what Kfura we can study what burial means. And what burial in Yerushalayim and Eretz Yisrael means. And Reuven carried Atzmas Reuven out. Shevet Levi, Shimon Levi, each Shevet, Yehuda, Yisach, Zvulun, they all carried out their Shevet's bones. But besides each individual shevet carrying out the bones of their shevet, all of Klal Yisrael had sworn. Yosef HaTzadik said to the Shvatim, I want you to swear to me that you'll all carry out my bones, but you're not going to be alive. So swear to me that you'll have your children swear to you that when they leave Mitzrayim, they'll take me out. From Zeh to Etchem. From here, the word Zeh to Etchem. Take my bones out with you when you leave Mitzrayim. Now why is Shevet Yosef? Why is Yosef different than all? Let Shevet Yosef carry out the bones. Now it is true. The 12 Shvatim, Yosef split into two, Ephraim and Menashe. So let Ephraim, Shevet Ephraim, carry out the bones of their starter, originator Ephraim. Menashe carry out Menashe's bones, and both of them carry out Yosef HaTzadik's bones. But all of Klal Yisrael has to carry out Yosef's bones. The Sifornu says that Maishu Rabbeinu, as the Nasi Yisrael, he was Vayikach as Atzmas Yosef, representing, he was the Nasi Yisrael, representing that all of Klal Yisrael carried out the bones, Yosef, Maishu Rabbeinu carried the bones. Vayikach as Atzmas Yosef. Maishu Rabbeinu carried the bones of Yosef. And I ask, what is that? Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim is like the center of our Yiddishkeit. We're busy with Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim all our lives. We walk into a room, the mezuzah Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. 
We walk out, Zechel Etzias Mitzrayim, Kiddush, Zechel Etzias Mitzrayim, Shabbos, Yom Tev. What is it at Yitzias Mitzrayim is Atzmas Yosef, the bones of Yosef. That's what we were all doing. That's very present and relevant. Yiddishkeit's not a museum. I don't like museums. My Dahava Havah, what was, was. We're very present now. What's it saying? What is it saying that we leave Mitzrayim with the bones of Yosef? What's the message to you and I? What's happening? What are the bones of Yosef that bring us out of Mitzrayim? Now the picture, the visual, we were certainly carrying the bones of the Shevet we came from. All of us were carrying. Levi was carrying the bones of the, original, the originator of Shevet Levi, Levi himself. That most certainly means that the way out of traps is to know where you come. And Yisachar, Zvul, and each Shevet carries the bones, their etzem, who we are, that we already discussed. The way out of all the Mitzrayims of our life is to know who we are. So I get it that each Shevet carried the Atzmas of the originator of their Shevet means they knew the Etzem. They knew who they were, what we're about. And Levi is Levi and Shimon is Shimon and each one, I always start with Levi, I'm a Levi, that's what I'm thinking about right now. But we all, we, we think whatever Shevet we're from, we carried the bones of our Shevet as we knew who we were. That's the path out of Mitzrayim. Why are we all carrying the bones of Yosef? That's weird. Why is Yisachar carrying Yisachar's bones and Yosef's bones? What is that that we're all carrying Atzmas Yosef? How do we understand that? So I'd like to learn in our Chaim HaKadosh together. What gets us in the land of stuck? Mitzrayim is the land of stuck. Meitzar means trapped, means borders and boundaries. The land of stuck. Parah is the king of stuck. And what gets us into Mitzrayim is separation. Keep in mind, there's a pasuk. Let's go way back to Bereshis. And the Archaim HaKadosh says, Yosef HaTzadik's looking for his brothers. And he can't find them. And in an act of care and concern and connection, he says, Es achay anoichi mevakish. I want my brothers. Es achay anoichi mevakish. I'm looking for my brothers. He's looking for his brothers. And he's looking around, he can't find them. And he by him ish, a man finds him, Malach Gavriel, and he asks, What do you what do you want? And he says, I'm looking for my brothers. And the man says, Nasui Mizeh. They traveled, remember Zez, you're pointing. They traveled from this. What's this? What did he point at? So simple shot is he pointed at the ground and he said they were here, shucks, you missed them. Now why is a malach teasing Yosef HaTzadik? Why is he saying that's irrelevant? They used to be here and you missed. It's not nice. Just say where they went. They said they're going to Dyson and give them directions. Why would the malach say, You blew it, they left here, they were here before, Nana. Why is he saying that? Just say where to go. They're in Dyson. Says Rashi, says Chazal, that Nasui Mizeh means Zez Gematria 12. They left the, the 12, the Shivtei Ka. But Zeh means Yosef HaTzadik had just said, Es Achai Anoichi Mivakish. I want my brothers. I care about the next person. 
Togetherness, unity. I'm checking up on my brothers. The Malach said, don't go to them. They left this. They pointed to his words. He said, I'm looking for my brothers. They said, Oh, that ship has sailed. They've traveled from They want to kill you. And the Malach says, Chazal was advising Yosef, don't go to your brothers. They have bad intent, ill intent to you. Because they've left us. They're not seeking and caring about the next person. They've left that. And we know the story. Yosef goes to them because he wants and he's sold to Mitzrayim. So let's keep the story. How do you get stuck when you leave person goes off on their own, forgets friendship, relationship, goes off, drops connections that causes stuck. That's the path that we got to Mitzrayim. How do we get out of Egypt? We carry Atzmas Yosef, says the Archaim HaKadosh, Mi etchem, halisem es Atzmaisai, Mi means the Nasui Mi Mizeh, it's the same word of Nasui Mizeh, they left the Achva, they left this Achei Anoichi Mivakesh. You know the way Adam and Mitzrayim, all of us bring the bones of Yosef, the rejected son, the pushed away brother. Es Achei Anoichi Mivakesh, I pull him back in. And every Yid carries Atzmas Yosef is the way you get out of the land of Stuck. You carry Atzmas Yosef, that's how you get out of the land of Stuck. I never, I don't find that we need like to support Torah from Chachmas Hagayim. We don't need to like prove, well, a therapist once made a calc. The Torah needs no support. The therapist could look at the Torah. I, I, I've, I've spoken to many people struggle with stuff, all versions. We all struggle with versions of stuff. Anybody who knows AA, NA, all, that the lessons taught are reach out to a friend, call a friend. That's like a basic of getting out of stuck, connect to a friend. Stuck is a place of alone. Stuck is a place when a human being, the most, the most powerful sense of alone, I'm alone. I'm alone. That's the, most, that's the force that brings people to lands of stuck. Disconnected to self, disconnected to others. The path out of stuck is Atzmas Yosef. The brother was pushed away. They left the seeking the brother. Back to Itchem with you. And every Shevet carried Atzmas Yosef. That is the way. Not the way we got out of Mitzrayim. The way we get out of Mitzrayim is carry Atzmas Yosef. That every single Shevet. We know who we are. We have an own sense of our own identity. And we carry us, Achai Anoichi Mivakish, to Atzmas Yosef. Yosef Atzadik was as Achai Anoichi Mivakish. Connection, the sense of unity, the sense of oneness, the preciousness, Midas HaYisai, deep Kabbalistic in Yanim. But the senses of oneness, as Achai Anoichi Mivakish. And that's the path out of Egypt, then, now, and always, is carrying Atzmas Yosef. So I wanted to share that lesson of Ayikach Atzmas Yosef that we learned. I wanted to close. I'll ask, should we close another verse? Should we let minutes of questions? Oh. 
I want to close. One, if I could say one more thing, then we'll have a few minutes if there, if there are conversations, questions. I don't have answers, but people have questions. It's for sure good. I want to, I want to, um, I want to say one more quick idea, with five-minute idea, quick idea. There are two parts to Yitzhak Mitzrayim. And I, want, I think it's very kedai for us to study the two aspects of leaving Egypt. It's very confusing. We have the first days of Pesach and the second days of Pesach. Sukkot doesn't have a second days. Remember, Shemini Atzeres is a Chag B'Shnei its own holiday. Sukkot has the first days, then Cholomayid. It's another Yantu Shemini Atzeres. It has no second days. Pesach have two days of Kodesh because there are two miracles. Yitzias Mitzrayim, which is the story of my life and your life, and the people sitting on each side of you, Yitzias Mitzrayim, comes in two parts, very bizarre. If you study the Torah and you want to connect to it, you're not streakers, you're not about streaks, we're, we're connected, we learn because we want to know and understand. So we study Yitzias Mitzrayim, it's fascinating. We get out of Egypt, God pulverizes the Egyptians. The Egyptians were bad to us. 86 years they tortured us, slave labor, killing our children. And God makes miracles, the Makais, and He takes us out. When we leave Mitzrayim, the Mitzrayim are fine. They've, they've been pulverized, but they're still a nation. And we say goodbye, out, and we leave Mitzrayim. But they're still there. God decided He didn't finish them. Then we travel in the desert. Shockingly, Hashem says, I want you to go back, be Yashuvu. The beginning of B'Shalach, turn back to Mitzrayim. We go back to Pichairus, to which is Pisaim, the place Pisaim and Ramses, the place we work. We go right back there because God said so. Why did God say go back to Mitzrayim? That's bizarre. We're running. We're escapees. Go back. So he said, I'm playing a little trick on Parai. He's going to see you come back. Say, he's going to say, Libne Yisrael, concerning the Jewish nation, they're confused in the de- desert. They're clearly discombobulated. Let's chase them and get them. Then they chase us and they die. They're killed in the Amsuf. What is this weird st- Why did we go back? You know, it's a trick of Hashem, because this way the Mitzvah will think it's a whole chase. What's this whole charade? Kill them in Mitzrayim. You planned on punishing a nation that pulverized us for 86 years, killed them in Egypt. There's two Yitzias Mitzrayims. It's bizarre. The story of mine and your life. This is present. Getting out of stuck has two parts. What are the two parts? Did you ever wonder the Yamsuf happens, Kriyas Yamsuf, and it says, Vayaminu Bashem, the Jewish people trusted God. We didn't trust Hashem. That didn't do it. Hashem, we trust. We're in. Only after, what's Kriyas Yamsuf? What is it? Just a different magical display? What did it add? What did it add? And he certainly killed them at Kriyas Yamsuf. Killed them with Makas Bechayrus. Don't stop at the Bechayrus. There's two parts to Yitzhak Mitzrayim. We leave, and by the way, we have two different days we celebrate. First days of Pesach is the first Yitzhak. Second days celebrate Kriyas Yamsuf. What are the two parts? What is that? A new celebration, Kriyas Yamsuf. What's happening? 
The story of Yetzias Mitzrayim is we get out and to the first part of Yetzias Mitzrayim, we are observers. We watch Hashem punish the Mitzrayim. We feel Hashem's tremendous love of us. We walked out to the desert, we got mun. Tremendous feelings of Hashem's love. Ananei covered perfect weather, taken care of, delightful. And every yid sensed Hashem's want and choosing. I want you. I love you. I care about you. And every yid felt it. And we're walking in the desert. We're just living with Hashem. It's magnificent. All of a sudden, the Mitzrayim chase us. And the Mitzrayim are bearing down. And the Yam, and we're stuck in the proverbial rock in a hard place. Mitzrayim and Yamsuf. And we are in deep trouble. We start screaming to Hashem, be there for a minute, let's be there. We got out, we know, we're clear, we're with you, Hashem. What, in the, what do you want from me? What do you want from us? I got it, I'm with you, I'm yours, I choose you, Hashem. I'm following you, what do you want? What does he want from us? We're by the Yamsuf, we got out, I don't understand. What's this game? All of a sudden, the Mitzrayim are right by us, ready to kill us. The water in front. We started saying, Hashem, I don't understand. I'm a bliyein kfarim b'mitzrayim. Were there not enough graves in Egypt? You did all that, saying how much you love me? Was this some sort of joke? You want me and you love me and you chose me and I felt it. What's happening now? And I just said over Maisha's prayer in English to Hashem. That he was tzaka to Hashem. This is, of course, what he was saying. And Hashem says, Dabro b'nei Yisrael v'yiso. Let me explain. The first part of getting out of stuck is I will make miracles. I will show you clearly I love you and I'm into you. And all of us have moments in our life of absolute clarity, important moments. Feel them, experience them, and celebrate them. That's the first days of Pesach. When Hashem, we say a pasuk in Shir Hashem, pull me close. And after you pull me close, I feel you and I feel your love and have clarity. That's the first days of Pesach, immense clarity. We say hallow once a year at night is a time, at night means this clarity. The night of Pesach is the only night all year we say hallow, it's Laila Kiyom Yairu, there is no night. There's complete clarity on Pesach, there is no night. It's not a Laila, we say Halal. Halal is openness, I see Hashem, Nisim. And we say Halal at night, signifying there is no night. The first days represent absolute clarity. The first step out of Mitzrayim is to experience Hashem's love of us, Hashem's want for us. And when we absorb that, we are free people. And then Hashem says, I'm going to put the Mitzrayim still live. You're not in Mitzrayim, but Mitzrayim still exists. When God takes you out, Mitzrayim still exists, you're just not there. To vanquish Mitzrayim, to really win this process, I'm going to take away the appearance of being with you. I'm going to ask for Amuna, live with faith. The second part of Yetzirah Mitzrayim, you and I have to exhibit Amuna. All our life, this is not a past, this is not history, it's very, very present. All our life, there are two parts to getting out of the land of stuck. There's part number one, when Hashem says, I want you, Mashcheni, 
I draw you close, I show you your mind. That's part one. And then Hashem asks, turn around, and goes what appears back to Mitzrayim. The Mitzrayim bearing down, Hashem says, I want emunah, I want faith. I want you, you felt something, you experienced. That's the second days of Pesach. That's a higher madrega. At that point, the Mitzrayim are vanquished. At that point, there's Vayaminu Bashem is this new level of tremendous closeness to Hashem. The courting process is the first process. Hashem is courting us, Kaviyachim. He's courting us. I want you. I'm interested in you. But the relationship, the erson, the kedushin to Hashem is with emuna, with faith. When the Yid, after he knows, after she knows, after she's been shown, and the Yid now says, but it's dark, but I don't understand, but I'm following you. God, I'm going to run after you. I have felt the mashcheni. I have felt we all our lives have the first days and second days of Pesach. In the continuous Yitzhiya Mi Mitzrayim, they're the first days and second days. There's the Mashcheni, Hashem, you drag me, show me you want me, pull me closer. That's the first days of Pesach. And the Yid has to be ever attuned to Hashem's showing all the times creating a first days of Pesach. When it's made clear and evident, I want you, Mashcheni, I'm dragging you to me. And we respond, Hashem, I'm going to run after you. I'm going to have to jump in. It's not going to be clear. There's going to be a darkness, a disunderstanding, and a period of, I don't get it. What do you want? What do you want? You told me you love me. And the answer is, I want faith. I want a relationship. A relationship has to be two sides. I need when it's not clear. I need when it's not clear and want you to be part of this union. Acharecha narutza, we're going to run after you, Hashem. The second part, when we have this part, the Mitzrayim are vanquished. The land of stuck dies when we have both parts. And all our life, we have to have both parts. And it's important, the first days of Pesach, the times we notice and feel and experience the kindness of Hashem. We all have our own versions of Mashcheni. You've pulled me close. You've made me understand I'm wanted. You've made me realize you're into me. That's Mashcheni. Then I have questions, but what do you want? But why? I don't understand. I'm just being loyal. You've seen what's happening now. Now I see para. Is this some joke? Dabra B'nai Yisrael so tell the Jewish nation, I want them. I just want them to live with faith. When they don't see, when it's not clear, when it's dark, live with faith. We say every Shabbos, we speak to speak about the kindness in the day. And Hashem wants emunah at night when we don't see and don't understand. But we need that. We need the only way we can have the emunah balayla. I have a question. If you listen to the words, it should follow the morning, the good times, the clarity. Cause me to say your kindness. So it should say you and at night and at night when it's unclear, I have emunah. It's not what it says. It switches the order. The is there before the night. When I have the first days of Pesach and I see Hashem's love and care and want for us, Mashcheni, you've pulled me close. Then so I have to mark and recount. 
and feel and experience the first days of Pesach. But then we'll always have periods in our life, what do you want? You've gone dark, you're ghosting me, what's happening? Where do you go, Hashem? And the answer is, you so travel with what you know. With faith, it's difficult, it's so hard, it doesn't, it's so frustrating, I'm not feeling it right now, I don't, I'm not experiencing the clarity right now. I've taken the kindness that I have felt and experienced. I have felt, I'm going to run after you, God. I'll run in the water, and boy does it feel, till our neck sometimes. And even the nose, it feels like, but, but Hashem will yet split the sea. Will yet split the sea, I'm going to run after you, Hashem. I have felt too much and seen too much. So I'm going to run even when it's, it seems so illogical and so difficult, but I know you want me, I've been shown that already. That's the second days of Pesach. And all our journeys, every single one of us here has this journey. These two ways out of Mitzrayim, that we not left Mitzrayim, that we leave Mitzrayim with the feelings. And, and we have to mark both. Both are equally important. We can come to them without seeing the evident kindness that's that, and feel it and experience it and look out for it. To relate the kindness that we most definitely will be shown specifically to us, not general. Feel those experiences when Hashem is so clearly saying, Mashcheni, I want you. That's the first Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, that we celebrate and ever important. Then we have the second Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. And Hashem says this weird thing, go back. You're not finished with the Mitzrayim, they're still alive. Because now I want your part of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Now you're going to have your work. I've showed you, I've proved, I want your part of the relationship. I want you to run after me. I want a relationship, a two-sided relationship. And Klal Yisrael has the opportunity of faith, of displaying an incredible and illogical faith. The faith of somebody who has seen, the faith of, some, the faith of somebody who knows, the faith of somebody who's experienced and then in the Laila, like this shocking emuna, this deep, powerful faith, a deep, illogical faith of somebody who's experienced and then the and then the Mitzrayim are dead, they're finished. Then Mitzrayim ceases to exist. We're not just out of Mitzrayim, but Mitzrayim exists, it doesn't exist anymore. So I wanted to study together in these parashia satayra, I wanted to study Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim that's ever-present in our life, I wanted to learn. If there are a few minutes, it's now 9.15, 9.25, 10 minutes. If Originally, we were going to have questions. We were going to talk maybe about chinuch. I don't know anybody who's an expert on chinuch. That's, that's, that's something that's for each of us in our own lives, in our chinuch of ourselves, chinuch of our children. It's a sugya to talk. If there are questions that could be asked on chinuch or another topic, I happen to like questions. I don't say I have answers, but I appreciate questions. So if there are any questions and somebody courageous enough to ask on any topic you could ask, if not, I'll share something else for nine minutes. This way, nobody should get in trouble for asking. Shucks, you held us longer. We'll end 9.25 either way. Ah, thank you. What's the holder during that time of Lila at night? Person feels like Hashem is not helping them out. So what what is that holder that? 
He want the question, what's your name? Rav Yaakov, our old friend. Nice to see you, Rav Yaakov. Great to see you. Rav Yaakov asks, what's the avoid of the Laila? What do we do by Laila? What should we do then? By day it seems very, by day it seems rather easy. By day, by night it's difficult. There's, there's, we say in hollow, Kei Yaakov Oideka, Eloikaya Raimimeka. Eloikaya is always Midas Adin. And the Lekairei Memeka is when Meroime Mashem, the Nitziv says, you're Meroime Mikol Machshava, you're smarter. It's the hardest thing we know. I know what's supposed to be. We just, we just know. We feel we know. We're certain we know. The Lila demands, Eloikai, when Midas Adin, I don't understand, Aroi Memeka, you are smarter. It sounds so easy, it's so easy to stand up here and say it, and you could, I could stand there, I could shout it and say it all. Eloikaya Rebimeka, God, you're smarter. I can only say it, that faith that we speak about that you're smarter, if I'm in the best hands in the world. Allow me to tell you a story. Allow me to tell you a story of Yaakov that's very meaningful to me. Somebody that I love, from the most in the world, a beautiful person who's been through difficulties, said something to me that I was like, it moved me beyond Yaakov, like moving beyond. A rabbi was speaking, me and this person I love, we're at the shear of a rabbi. And somebody stood up in the crowd and said, Rabbi, I heard that before we're born, we pick all our challenges, all our difficulties. This lady was shaking. She said, I've been through terrible things. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Could you tell me more about this? So the rub stood up. It was interesting. He was, he was sitting for question and answers. He stood up himself. The lady stood up to ask the question. From the le- I have very good peripheral vision. I saw her on the left. She stood up. And the rub stood up to answer. It was like dramatic. In the middle of a speech, he was sitting. People were asking, sitting. And he was answering, sitting. She stood up and he stood up. And he said that, first of all, it's a Leshem. The Yashem's grandfather wrote a Kabbalah save the Leshem. And the Leshem writes this, that we choose all our challenges. He quoted where it was from, Big Talmud Chacham. It's a Leshem. And he said, I was by Rav Moshe 30 years. He said, I lost my wife a year ago, this Rav said. And he said that we don't tell people suffering that Leshem. It's not how we go about it. So don't think about that. And he very much understood her pain. This person who I love, who had been through difficulties, whispers to me in anger. He said, the rub's not because I want to get out of here. This person's a very quiet, calm, doesn't attack anybody. He started shaking. He said, the rub's not because I'm leaving right now. I said, no, stay, stay. I held the hands of this person I love. Held the hands. Come into the state till after the speech. Don't, don't walk out. After the speech, I said, what's happening? What are you so upset? So he said that the Rav said, we don't think about that. We don't think that Leshem, that we choose all our challenges. We don't think like that. This person said that there's only one being on earth who loves me as much as I love me. My creator loves me like I love me. If he, knowing everything, chose it, it means I would choose it too. So we don't, he said, the one who loves me as much as I love me chose it. So we don't teach that. So I explained the Rav was saying emotionally we can't always be there. To Leshem's the truth intellectually, it's not always where we are. The Rav understands what you're saying. 
but I want to say I lost my breath from this person I love. I, I, I don't think I'll ever forget the rest of my life. He was shaking. Somebody who had worked for years on this. Only one person, only one being loves me like I love me, Hashem. Loves me. He did this. I just know it comes from love. I don't understand. I don't understand. What are you doing, Hashem? I don't understand this. And I pray and I express, I'm not, I don't understand you, Hashem. But I have learned. I know, I know you love me and you're just, you're smarter than me. Very difficult. Murder. It's, and the only answer to that is to see the kindness. I can't do without impossible. And David HaMelech himself says, I thank you. Then he says, not my way, I say you're smarter, I, but I've learned you love me so I can accept that he's just smart. The only one who cares about me like me. And he's doing this. So I don't understand. So that's, that's the words of Yanka. But th- this, is a, this is a battle. This is a battle. It's a battle. Like is a high madriga. Yes. Um, we, a lot of times as humans, we, when we serve a Kaddish Baruch Hu, it's in schos of something. And we always say, oh, okay, I'm going to do this kindness and hopefully this will happen. And, this, and Rabbi Perah, the Shiva says in his one inspiring that the ultimate serving the Kaddish Baruch Hu is serving solely for the purpose of because I'm here to serve you. And as you might only speak for myself, as someone who has a little bit of a cheshman, that's okay, I'm going to do this, maybe this will happen. How do you get to that first step of, I'm here, only, I want to serve you only for the sake of me being able to serve you? Can I tell you a very Hasidic pshat that I'm crazy over? Sure. Thank you for being here, Nasi. Excellent question. Nasi wanted, when I was Nasi's age, I went to a few gedolim. The topic of lishma, serving Hashem altruistically, blew my mind. We all have motives. We want to be good people. We want to be valued, respected. What does it mean to serve Hashem Lishma? And I went to big giants to talk it over. I was like overwhelmed. Lishma? We want to look from and Gishma. What's Lishma? Altruistically? I want to share a very Hasidic pshat. The Balatanya, there's, 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 it's mashmalis in the Balatanya. Did you ever think Chazal say, Mitoich Shaloi Lishma Balishma? What, is, what does it mean? Mitayich, simply we translate it, serve Hashem shaloi lishma, and you'll come to lishma. Menachem, it shouldn't say mitayich. You ever thought, Yosef, mitayich? It's mitayich. It should say, serve Hashem shaloi lishma, and, and, and if you serve Hashem shaloi lishma, you'll come. The words are weird, mitayich shaloi lishma. The Balatanya says something that is, is just true. That all of us have lishma in us. Our souls want to serve Hashem. That's what they want. Every single person here has lishma in us. We don't have to figure out lishma. The soul craves the service of Hashem. Mine, yours, and any single yid that you know. Craves to serve Hashem. Craves. Not wants. Is in, craves to serve Hashem. That's what the, we're a soul. I'm a soul and you're a soul. Who craves to serve Hashem. Mitaych shaloi lishma, within shaloi lishma, said the Balatanya, mitaych. Inside of shaloi lishma is lishma. It means that if you serve Hashem shaloi lishma, you're ready yet. We have other parts of us that struggle within shaloi lishma is lishma. Within, deeper than, there are people that feel like fakers. We serve Hashem, that's like externally, I look so from, but inside, if you would know what I'm thinking, 
Do you know, Tanya, a lot of our generation struggles with shame. A sense of somebody would know me, or inside of me. We're a generation, we've been exposed, we've seen, we've struggled. The deeper, our external frumkeit, we are so much frumer inside the mitaych. We're souls on fire with the service. It's not like a trick if you serve Shaloy Lishma. Don't worry, you'll get there. Why would it switch if I serve? For bad things, I'll stay. Why would that switch? Why would that happen? Because it's in you, will feel right. What is externally is very deeply internally, very. Inside of the Shalai Lishma is Lishma. So that I think, Nasi, is the answer to that desire for Lishma is we have it already. We have things, Ikufim, we have to calm down the Ikufim, we have to calm down the blockages, and we'll get to the place that's Lishma. That's Lishma. My main message, we're at a time in Chinuch, is to always remember we're dealing with souls. Always be amazed by the people around you. Be amazed by yourself. We're souls. We're big stuff. It's just true. It's just true. I don't love the word Kira V'chaikin. Who's close and who's far? Could you tell me? Oh, the dis... Abacher comes, I'm like close and he's far. We're both souls. We're both very close. We also have something that's far, both of us. And let's try. Encourage. We have challenges. We have ikuvim. We have blockages. We're human. Human frailty, but we're oh so big. The ikr in chenach is not to lose sight of how big we are. To see it on ourselves and to see it on our children, to see it on our talmidim. The Rambam says that a Rebbe is mechoyiv to mechabit is talmidim, to respect. It's not the Rebbe is mechoyiv. Rev Hirsch writes that the bedrock of education, the basis of chenach is kavod, is respect. Respect is not an external, you're a nice guy. You're, it's profoundly internally being dazzled by somebody. Seeing our own preciousness and realizing we're dealing with preciousness. Sure, there are challenges. Sure, there are blockages. Of course, of course, we have things in Olam. It's a world of challenges. But to know what is essentially, what's there powerfully, to be aware of that, that if we're aware and we deal like that and understand both on ourselves, and on others, we have tremendous, tremendous power. There are blockages, there are things that I have to get to the inside of, but deeper than the inside deep is a very, is a tremendous choke and a yearning for that which is true, that which is right. We always have times in our own life that we get in touch with that lishma place. And in other people, there are times that we get to, when a guy says, Rebbe, I talk to God more than you. True. I saw the lishma. Okay, so now we all have to work on the parts that are distant, the parts that are rachik, and we have to bring those along as well. I thank everybody for coming. Have an excellent night. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Oh, excellent. Thank you. Really, thank you.